0: Uh she looks great. We're mom, up you know, we're we yeah, we're live. We are live.
1: with the this fat this week, we had to get. Oh, she ran out of the picture. Oh. I know. Go ahead, Brad. we can
0: bring her back. We can bring her back. Yes, fish number. We're number twelve, correct? Number thirteen. What are we, uh, fish? I'm Brad Grunny What are we? Thirteen. 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 I'm
1: Brad,
0: Grun- Brad grunny Grunberg, aka Snacks. That's Eric Fish Snyder, and. You
1: introduce our guest today. Ah, this is a very pleasure. Uh, this is a kid uh, we were both lucky to have on podcast in the past. A fledgling young actor, a great chef at Chuck's Tavern, but more importantly, a guy that actually is able to work in this business. A young stud. Just look at that face. Aiden Minks. Say it to Aiden Minks. We love you, buddy.
0: Aiden Minks, a- AKA Little Farley. We'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> man um, it's so great to have you on the show thanks for doing this man
2: yeah of course thanks for bringing me back
0: <laughs> yeah of course of course so my first question I, I just want to tell the the viewers and the listeners how i met you so way back in the day you were a little kid and you and your great mom who is your manager yeah minks talent plug that.com uh yes. you were at warner brothers reading for er and i was in waiting to read and you were all over the room. You were all over the room. You you were like crazy, like that kid with too much sugar. And your mom I didn't have
2: outside. my Game Boy. So I was just like all over the place. No I'm kidding. Yeah, you had
0: your Game Boy. You were just, I mean, so your mom stepped outside. I always stepped outside. I said, Oh my God. And he's such a cute little kid. And I'm like, God, he reminds me of like a little Chris Farley. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. And he's like, then he's like playing in the bushes. And he like sees like a um i think a, like a ladybug or something or a cat and, <laughs> and you were going to kill it and i stepped in and i said what are you doing you you've got to put that back in the bushes you don't want to get you looked at me like call the police mommy um yes. and i said no just put-. and then you know that just started our friendship and we've been friends today and it's just great money i yeah. I'm so <laughs> proud of you with your career and why do you hang out with fish? That's what I can't figure out. But, uh but that's how I met. Yeah. It's been great, man. It's really been great.
2: I just work with him. No, I'm just- <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're lucky. He's a great mentor. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, if you were the bartender when he worked, I'm a better wingman. You have a show coming out in the future called wingman. you got a better chance hanging out with me to score with the hookahs. You know? <laughs> oh my God. So, He's already gone nah. to the hooker card. Uh. Nah, <laughs> you know, this is a guy, and why I why I love the kid so much is his work ethic's great, number one, but number two, he's a working actor, and he has the work <laughs> ethic that his parents instilled in him, that Aiden has shown a real love for being a chef and cooking, and he works with me on Graveyard, because he's able to be creative and make certain dishes and say, fish, try this. This is a kid, how old are you, 21, 22?
2: Yeah. 22. (laughs) Okay. You know, by, by the, by
1: 25, 28, he's on the food network with his own show. He's going to have his own, he's going to be the next Bobby Flay, but not, not a midget and a squirrel. He's going to be a real (laughs) guy out there doing this thing because he sees that there's another Avenue that he likes to explore other than acting. And that really, really, uh, that's a success story to me.
0: Well, when you were talking about Bobby Flay and being a little person and a squirrel, is that that squirrel that's sleeping on the top of your head?
1: Oh, that's that's the twelfth time he's referenced that. Hey, <laughs> buddy, these plugs are working great. I, oh go my ahead. god, it's fantastic! Make, make wait, go oh, go ahead. Wait, wait. This happens every show, and make fun of the glasses. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> that's la-
0: later on, I'll be ripping into the lens crafters. Don't worry, <laughs> lens Aiden, crafters target. <laughs> uh, oh, even Costco? No, that's like an upgrade for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aiden, let's go back to when it all started. Uh, What was the first part you ever got, and why acting? Why did you, I mean, did your parents push you into it? Did you just want to do it?
2: Yeah, I just really liked Lord of the Rings. Um, Me and my brother, we just, we got all the extended editions where it's like an entire book that like folds out into three discs. Um, Watch all the extent, like watch all the behind the scenes stuff, and that's where we saw what acting was, and we're like, oh, that's real cool. Like, we want to get into it. Um, we were already living in Huntington Beach, Orange County in California. So like, we weren't that far from like LA and all the auditions and stuff. So, um, my mom actually just like took some pictures of us on our front doorstep, like use those as headshots, um, sent them into agents, and managers and stuff. And then they would send us out for aud- auditions and stuff. And I, I booked the second thing I auditioned for and it was a Verizon commercial, <laughs>
0: Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. That's good. Yeah. And then and you're off to the races. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And you <clears> have <throat> some of the some iconic stuff. I mean, you were in the movie Ted, you were fantastic. And then you were I mean, you're on Cobra Kai. I mean, oh, yeah. what was that about? And and how did that audition process go? Did you, how many auditions did you have to do? Was it self-tape or no? It wasn't self-tape back then. Yeah, it, yeah,
2: that was, that was, it was right before all the COVID stuff um, uh, when I got on. So uh, they, they were, they were still doing in-person auditions and stuff. And um, I think I just did one audition and then a call back and then I booked it from there. But yeah yeah so it, it was pretty cool um i I did actually audition for a different character before on the show it was the um one of the one of the bullies like there's um like I I I know his real name. His name's Bo, and like his, the uh, the other like main bully's name is Joe. So like it, Bo and Joe, like yeah, that's just how I knew them both. But like it,
0: yeah, <laughs> Hey, fish. You know, let's look, look. Could that could that put him? Could that put him be a bully? Never.
2: Right. Look at that. <laughs> <his name>. Never. <laughs> I get. I always get like the villain or bully auditions though. <laughs> like even for Ted, I was the villain in it. But, yeah, like I, I was like more of a twitchy kid oh, than a wait villain. Wait <laughs>
1: Hold the thought right there. We have a clip from Ted, and I want everyone to see the younger version. We you call right. it Q Check this clip out from the movie Ted. Mark Wahlberg, Gian- Giovanni Rabisi plays his father, and a younger. Hey. A- I'm sorry to bother you, but uh, my
2: my son and I couldn't help it. My teddy bear. Oh, well, thank you, thanks. Yeah, I- I'm Donnie. This is Robert. I uh, I sat I've been following you ever since I was a young boy, and. Uh, I remember seeing you on the Carson show. and You were just wonderful. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was a weird interview. Ed thought I was Alf. And he kept muttering anti-Semitic comments. Hey, um, he
1: thought Alf was Jewish.
2: Or have you ever considered selling the bear? Excuse what?
1: Excuse me? I won. Hey, I'm not an impal, I'm a he. All right?
2: I, I, I'm sorry, little guy, but my bear isn't for sale. See, I've, I've had him since I was about your age. He's very, very special to me. Stand up straight when you're talking. Why the fuck would he say that? Sorry, you know, you really shouldn't swear in front of children. Uh, look, we're very interested in the bear. If, if you want to make some sort of arrangement, here's my address and phone number. And uh, you can call me anytime, okay? We'll do. Look, here it goes. A really pocket, it's a really important pocket for really important stuff. Okay? okay? Okay.
0: See you later. Okay, come on, Robert. Take it easy. Look Robert. Oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. Well, tell us. Do you remember that day?
2: Yeah, no, that yeah, that was probably like one of the more vivid days that I like remember. Um, I think that was my first day on set, getting to like meet everybody, and uh, yeah, like it was it was really weird because that that whole that whole movie, um, I only got to see the actual bear once. They're just like, this is what the bear looks like, just so you know. And then the rest of the time, it was a black stick with green tape at the end of it, and it's just like that—that's your eye line. That's what you look at the whole time and so uh like that that was pretty fun getting like use your imagination like as a little kid just like pretending like you're actually talking to something and it's just that um yeah where where did you film that boston actually yeah it was actually yeah i that that was actually my favorite movie to do because we were in boston like it was just such a fun experience over there i liked it yeah (laughs) so
0: yeah so fish this guy he's a successful actor why is he why is he working graveyard at a great place called Chuck's. Uh, well, because you don't
1: listen. You, you, you're too busy looking at the pictures in the back of your head of has-been actors. I just said, he gets there because his parents no, yeah, have a work ethic and he gets to be creative. But I'll tell you yeah. one thing, Brad, yeah. you just brought up a good thing. Mark Wahlberg has now moved to Las Vegas. You know that, right, Aiden? Yes, uh, right. Yeah. If you have any connections, if he knows you're here, man, that, that could be a good hookup for you, Aiden. I mean, he knows, really? he's going to recognize you. Maybe,
2: yeah. maybe you know. No, I, heard
0: it, it, a, I heard he's. I heard he's very nice guy. You know, he would probably remember you for sure,
2: right? Yeah, definitely. yeah. And I also saw like, um, like he was doing a thing with his tequila brand, where like if a if a store buys like his stuff to sell it, then he'll just come by and like hang out for oh, the that's great. And, like do autographs you know and stuff. So, like, I thought that'd be cool if like Shucks did what, that. What are your thoughts about that? Because
1: um Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul have dos hombres. We yeah. just know that that uh, Clooney and Randy Gerber had, I forgot what was, uh, was Casamigo sold it for a billion yeah. dollars. It's like actors are now getting into tequila and it's been very profitable for them. Do you, you, Is anyone on Cobra Kai into tequila or some kind of, are they pushing any kind of
2: alcohol? I was actually talking about that with um, Khalil. Uh, he plays Chris on the show, like uh, just last time I saw him because we were um, going through a liquor store and just like, every bottle we saw, he'd be like, Oh, this is made by this actor or this basketball player or this, whoever. And I'm like, like every celebrity just has their own like liquor brand or whatever. Now I'm like, Hey, let's, let's do like a brother's one. Like the both of us, like let's have like, let's have one with the both of us on it. So yeah, we were thinking of doing something like that. <laughs> That's great. That's well, great. You
1: saw Entourage, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg was the executive producer of Entourage and one yes. of the characters named turtle ended up being the richest guy at the end because he got involved with Mark Cuban and had a, a tequila, you know, thing. And he ended up being a guy who was the chauffeur for these guys and he has the most money. So, you know what? I'm giving you a little carrot. If you want to get some kind of thing going on, get me and Brad involved. Uh, well, Brad will be a foods type stuff, but me, I'll get involved with some kind of liquor thing for you.
2: All right. Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it
0: would be great. Uh, we'll talk after the show hey, you don't want to go into business with fish you know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great so tell us uh you know do you go on a lot of auditions now you're 22 years old your mom's your manager you know take us through do you do you uh, read a lot yeah you live in vegas right but you know you, you it doesn't matter where you live now as an actor you can yeah. go anywhere uh what is that like do you get a lot of auditions with uh you know diversity and everything. That's it's so cool that life now on on you know commercials and and TV and and, and theatrically, it's all about diversity because life is a rainbow. So take us through that. Do You get a lot of auditions a week?
2: Yeah, I um, I like I mean pretty much since COVID, like it's oh, like it's taken a hit. So like right. ev- like right. everything slowed down. But yeah, like I I pretty much it's still get like voiceovers or like a commercial or an audition every once in a while. Yeah, it's doing good. <laughs>
0: Do you have any stories about fish uh, during work? Graveyard is kind of creepy anyway, but <laughs> no, you, work with, you work with fish. I mean, does he go in? The, does, he, does he leave the bar? Does he come in the kitchen? Does he get a free meal? Does he ask you to make him some weird shit? What, what mm-hmm. goes on with fish at work? Tell us. I mean, seriously, the v- viewers want to know. They write me on the side mm-hmm. they go, what the hell is going on with this fish character? So you're the guy. You're right there with him. What does he do? Does he do? Does he work, or is yeah. he just get around?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's usually just up there cracking jokes with the customers and like, yeah, he yeah. He, he he he's in the he's in the uh was it the Hall of Fame now, isn't he? Like the bartenders Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, that's that a, close.
0: Yeah, that what that is close. A it, dollar <laughs> ninety five and a cup of coffee, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy is the greatest. I mean, really, the the best bartender. I was at at the tavern. I saw him in action. I was there at least three, four hours at the bar watching him. I mean, he's great. I mean, with his, (laughs) with with his, you know, people come back to see him. You know, what is your, when your mom comes in once in a blue moon, what does she say about him? Does he, does he talk too much? Uh, No, yeah. She
2: she always loves seeing him coming (laughs) in and seeing you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I uh, said,
1: well, I would give Brad this question, but I, you, you're leading me in. You're, you're segueing to this. It's great when I serve a customer. What Aiden does is he makes the food, and he brings it out and serves the customer. Nine out of ten times, they'll say, what do we know this guy from? And they'll say stranger things, but they'll get it. And then when they get it, they're so excited because these are uh, Vegas people. No offense to Vegas people. If this was Hollywood, it would be a whole different ballgame. But they're in Vegas in a bar on the northwest side, and they see a guy that's in Cobra Kite. And he, he's engaging. He tells them stories. It's all good. You never bad anyone on this. On the, you know, <laughs> typical customers will say, "What's this guy like? What's yeah. Williams Zapka like? Right. What's Ralph Macho like? What's your other castmates like?" And he'll go into stories if he's not busy, and it's captivating. And I have a couple that comes back. I going mention mention names, Brian and, uh, and Stephanie. They're bartenders at, at a bar, uh, you know, about two miles away. They're, they're the ones with the oysters. You know, what I'm talking about.
2: Um, oh yeah. They,
1: and they just they love they love the fact that this kid tell me a story about. The business, and, and I, that's great, you know. And I, I think it's funny because I don't think you look anything like the guy in Stranger Things. A little bit in the <laughs> eyes, but you don't have that guy's mouth. You know, yeah, that's,
2: yeah. yeah. I, I used to have like the big, like Afro curly hair. So I think that was probably you had a fro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, fro one time. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know,
1: Fish had a fro one time. Love. Oh. huge, <laughs> huge. I, My my fro was so big, Aiden. That spiders used to mate in there. You see what the hell's on the Still Eggs fall on my fucking shoulders. Aiden, I'm, I Brad and I went through it this last week, and it's a serious question. And uh, you're young, but you're going to go through it at a young age. Brad's an actor for so long, and he's got to go through it again. The writer's strike. You know, it, it's horrible that there's got to be a strike in the business, which is I – I got fact-checked, and I was right. It's costing L.A. $30 million a day, or your industry, how do you approach that at your age cuz this is probably the first strike you've had to deal with correct
2: Yeah Yeah, yeah like pretty, pretty much um it's just like it, yeah, you like not much you can do, you just wait for it to be over
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, but un- unfortunately, uh, you probably know this, you know, talking to your mom and other actors and stuff, that, you know, we're next, you know, the actors are going to strike, then the directors are going to strike. And sadly, it's probably gonna go on for a while because these studios are greedy mother effers. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, writers, actors, directors, we wanna make a living. I mean, yes. we just wanna make a living. And is that too much to ask? And especially the writers because it's the word on the page, that's where it all starts. Yeah. So, you know, this has to be done. This is for generations to come. This is about your career, you know, your young yeah. business. Can, you know, Brad, happy. can I ask you
1: both a question a serious no, question? No,
0: please. Are you on the
1: show? Where are you? <laughs> I'm <gonna ask> you. <laughs> Wait a minute, goddammit. <laughs> um go ahead, maybe. You thought you taught I, I forgot the terminology, but you talked about the audition process, which you had to audition as an actor. I'm not an actor, but you had to audition back in the day. What is this thing about a self re- You have to you have to do a self really yourself and send it to casting directors yeah. now? So you have to yeah. spend the money to do a like you do a scene. Let's say Aiden does a scene from Goodfellas. Or something? Are you do to? Uh, you have to send that to a, a a casting director. There's no standing in front of them anymore. Is that obsolete?
2: Yeah, they pretty much, they got rid of like all the like like actually like meeting with the casting director part. Um, I guess some still might do it. I don't know. Uh, like I've heard of some people having to go <clears throat> going for auditions, but most of the time, like I've I've only done self tapes um, since then. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so like yeah, like you can either go in somewhere and get it done, or like if you have like someone else in the house who knows how to read, uh, you just yeah. um, have yeah, them you uh, record you on like your phone with a plain backdrop and like a light in front of you. But yeah,
0: well, it's it, the reason it, it it's so effective now. It saves a lot of time for the casting director and also for the director and the producer. They just send them a link. They look at the actors. They look at the auditions and they just pick it to go into a studio for us to drive there. All that stuff. It just waiting in lines.
2: Like one time I had I one time I was in an audition room and I waited an hour and a half like in the audition room. I fell asleep. I fell asleep (laughs) and they had to come get me to wake me (laughs) up and be like, are are you waiting? Like, oh, yeah. And then I went I didn't even. I fucking had no idea where I was, what I was doing. Like, I, I walked into the audition room and they're like, it's, it's your part. I'm like, huh? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> a, question like,
1: a, a question for both of you. Would you, are, uh, Brad, are you the old school that likes to go in an audition and meet the casting director I, and have that cold yeah. reading and, and, and show what you're about? Or is the self-tape something you both like that, you know, devoid the hour and a half crap and other, maybe other actors intimidating you in the room? Well, you know that I, yeah. you see seven guys. What what would you rather do, uh, Aiden? You go first.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've been liking the self tapes a lot more. Pretty much just because, yeah, you, you get to choose when to send it, in. you get to be the first person to send it in or the last. It,
0: yeah. It doesn't um, matter.
2: And then you can take as many time take as many takes as you want with it, and like you don't have to worry or like get that like anxiety about like oh the casting director seeing me like stutter and struggle so much with this one scene. And it's just like right. you just can't get it. So. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To answer your wonderful question, um, the first of all, Aiden, you falling asleep that happens at work too. When 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 fish comes in with an order, you're half asleep and you're you know propped up on two boxes and you're napping, so that's not out of the ordinary for you, but you make a good point. Here's the thing we can edit, we can do 10 auditions and just pick the best one, edit it, and send it in, and it's over. Um, I go to a, a place called Self Tape. And uh, I became friends with the owner, uh, Steve, and uh, it's great. You know, he does all the work I do, and he's a great actor too. He's an actor, and it's really close to where I live. So it's really good. But again, that's a cost that you write off at the end of the year when you're an actor, because that's now a
1: new, like a new wrinkle in the audition process. So yeah, um, well, what's I- great about this kid, and I'm again, I'm going to you for this because you've been in the business such a long time. You saw the tape of this car, you saw the the reel from Ted as a younger actor. What was Ted 10 years ago?
2: I think uh 2011,
1: 12 uh, years years. ago, and now you're still acting. You see so many stories of kid actors, they're done, they're a kid, and you don't see them anymore. And you're going through the process of always working. Do you have any? It's this is this is a a probably stupid question because I'm I'm good at that. <laughs> in, in the in the business, do you see yourself as a character actor, or would you like to be a romantic lead? Do you see the act uh, an action hero? What is your aspirations as an actor, or you just want to work taking whatever the hell you get? Me, yeah. you, yeah. I,
2: yeah.
1: Have, yeah. No I have no <laughs> career. Brad just care, cares <laughs> about craft services at this age. I'm, I'm done.
0: You. I hang out with fish once a week. Seriously, yeah. I'm about to jump. So no,
1: that's
2: for you, that's for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, I think I kind of, yeah, just wanted to like stick with the business and just see where it takes me. I, I, I yeah, I, th- I, th- I think, um, I don't know, cause I, I, I get auditions for pretty much like any character. Like I have gotten auditions for like the lead or like whatever, and just, um, yeah, like did like didn't yeah so uh do you
0: let me let me let me ask the question
2: yeah yeah okay
0: yeah do you like comedy or drama what do you what do you feel what's most close to your close to home for you you love yeah. comedy? It's comedy, right? Yeah, like I I've, I've always I've always
2: preferred comedy. I've always liked making people laugh, but at the same time, like drama's fun to do because you get to be serious or like have people like like show your range of like what you can do. Like sometimes I I I do want to play like the serious like psychopath or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: the well, serious
2: psychopath.
1: In, any any aspirations? I know you're young, but you're on a set all the time and you see directors. You had any aspiration to direct one day?
2: Yeah, like I, I've had ideas of like getting behind the camera. Um I like I I've wanted to be get into writing sometimes, but it just feels like it, you can't really come up with anything original anymore. Like it feels like everything's already been done or just like you're gonna have a lot of similarities and it's like it feels like you're knocking something else off. I don't know. I yeah, but like at the same time I, I I've just been in this industry for so long that I feel like I, I would wanna just like keep like sharing my knowledge of it i don't know like i've been doing it since i was seven years old and like i like i not, like i like i'm not like bragging just like i just naturally do things like well on sets and like other people would like tell me and be like he's just so like professional on set and like he's doing all this stuff that i wouldn't even think to do and it's like oh well i i didn't even know either like it was just like muscle memory or like things i do like with instinct so, like, I, I, I kind of want to. I like, I, I, I kind of even wanted to be get into coaching or like be kind of like a self taper, like, because I liked just reading over scripts and telling people like things that I would think to do with them. Yeah. That
0: might be a nice side hustle for you in Vegas with actors, you know? But, you know, it, it's interesting that you took the job at uh, Shucks Cavern because you love food. Yeah. I, I could see you on that, like, like Fish said, I could see you on the Food Network with your personality. <laughs> your good looks, your George Clooney great looks. Uh, you know, and you're just a great kid. But, <laughs> but it's funny, you, you love food so much that you, I mean, do you like food as much as you like acting? You do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a given. Please. <laughs> that's, a, that's one of your best, buddy.
2: <laughs> I, I, I feel like they're, they're both special in their own way. Like I, like I, like I, yeah, like I just, I, yeah. Cause I, I've just grown up doing acting. I've always been doing it. Like I'm just good at it. It's like, it feels like it's just a part of me. So I like doing it and also cooking, like everyone's gotta eat, but also like I, I like making my food taste good. So I, I, I like to add like a little pizzazz to it, make it special all that stuff so yeah yeah yeah.
0: i've been to i've been to the tavern when you uh been in the kitchen you're great man it's so much fun to see you come out and talk about the food you just cooked and (laughs) yeah all that great
1: we're gonna gonna bullet point i'm gonna bullet point three questions with this kid because people don't know about aiden minks what do you binge watch um
2: lately i've been watching uh jury duty with my um parents it's it's on uh it's on another network but for some reason you're able to watch it on um Amazon and it's just like it's a it's a show about this one guy who thinks he's just going into regular jury duty and then everyone else around him is an actor and then just all the most bizarre like shit is like happening like the whole time during it it's it's just the funniest. So oh, so the
0: whole season's about one case? In a yeah, year. the whole season
2: oh, is about one case. And, like, they're all just pranking be. this one guy, making him think it's a real case or whatever. And, oh, like, he's wow. super invested in it. Like, he's like, yeah, no, the way this guy's, like, slouching in the chair, I think he's guilty. Like, all that. Like, it's just, like, oh, but, like there's, wow. there's so much stuff going on. During, it's just hilarious, how like, all the stuff they do to him. But yeah. What are
1: your hobbies? What kind of hobbies do you have when you're not cooking or acting? What 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 makes you happy that you're down time?
2: Uh, I got an archery thing set up in my backyard. Wow! (laughs) Yeah, so like I I got I got like a target, and I got my bow and stuff, and uh, I have a chicken too. So I usually take care of her, um, get the eggs from her, get all this fun stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Guy's got a chicken.
0: What's your chicken's name?
2: Uh, I named her Fuji because she – I gave her, like, a bunch of, like, fruits and vegetables, and she just ate the apples first. So I named, like, Fuji Apple. Like, I named her Fuji. But uh, she she responds to chicken. So we'll just go in the backyard and yell chicken, and then she'll come out.
1: Don't (laughs) don't be chicken on this last bullet point, okay? What's the age of the oldest woman to ever hit on you? I know. (laughs) I've seen it. Go
0: ahead. I think fifty. Is that <laughs> was she fifty? This happened in it at, at Chuck's.
1: I, I I I saw one at Chuck's. No, don't mention any names, Aiden. No. But dro- drop dead, drop dead gorgeous, and and I'm like, and you know, wow. She she would she would text me because she's she's in our business, and she'd say, "Is the cute little oyster boy working?" <laughs> oh boy. And I said, "Yes, I am." She goes, no, nah, you, idiot." The other guy the younger one
0: <laughs> so i, I um, think that uh, i think the milf is in your future man come yeah. on now. are you a single guy are you single uh, is it or is that is that is that a uh, is that a uh, complicated uh, question yeah answer?
2: next question <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right man i think listen before you get married you got to date man that's i told i tell you know i told oh, my nephews the same thing because you got to find out who your real soulmate is, you know?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, why exactly.
0: that's why I'm still looking. But anyway, well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> look at look at he says she loves that one.
1: No, I'm, I I want to get a couple of questions with that. That's on top of my head. He told me a story. You got uh, one of my favorite actors is Bradley Cooper. And you got a chance to work with this guy and Zach Galifianakis. all the guys on the, on the, on the hangover. Because uh, you were on hangover too, correct? Yeah. All right. Tell it, tell everyone. Cause you told me the story about what, 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 you're with Bradley Cooper and Zach with the cigarettes. That's a funny story.
2: Oh, yeah. Or tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. so like I, I was I was still just like 10 years old because I, I shot Hangover before Ted. Um, and I, we, we were in Thailand. We were on a beach. And then. Uh, oh, I like Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach Galifianakis hands me a can of tobacco chew. And says, <laughs> here, give this to Bradley Cooper. And I'm like, oh, OK, I didn't even know what it was. So, like, I just, I, I just like, walk up to it with it. Like, I, I didn't, like, put it in my pocket or anything. I just held it out like this and walked, like, all like looking around for Bradley Cooper. I'm like, oh, here you go. I'm like, here, uh, Zach said to give this to you. He's like, oh, hey, buddy, where the f- – did you get that? All right. And then he, <laughs> like, went over to Zach. He's like, why you can't be giving that to a little kid.
0: What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, tobacco chewing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, like,
2: Zach told me to give Bradley Cooper tobacco chew. Oh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Bradley Cooper is – I met him on Alias, my brother was on the show, He before he made it, such a nice person. I mean, you could talk to him about sports, anything, really. And I love to see guys like that, you know, just explode in our business, you know? Because yeah. I, I hear from people, and my brother's still very good friends with him, he's the same guy. I mean, he when when he did Stars Born, he, he uh, cast my brother, didn't read, just gave him the part as the limo driver with him and Lady Gaga. So that's what it's all about, you know, in our business, when you meet people and you start out with them and they make it, maybe you, you know, don't make it, or you become just like a middle of the road actor. You bring your friends along for the ride, you know, that's yeah. why I can't, I can't wait to get rid of fish. It's really close. <laughs> I, Aiden. It's really close. Aiden, we'll talk. Our people, my, my people will call your people. Okay. I can't.
2: He's I
1: can't. always trying to, we, we had, we had a, we had a rapper on. It's big in, uh, in Belize. He said, can we do a podcast together? Then we had a bartender, uh, Frankie Oli, one of the best bartenders on the planet. we do a podcast together? It's like, I'm auditioning Brad. Brad's auditioning on, on Fat Fish to get other jobs. If you do a podcast with Brad Aiden and he leaves me, okay, trust me. You're going to have to cook for him more than you cook any meals over at Chuck's, Okay. I just but want we'll wait. put you on the back of that wall. Look at some of those pictures in the back of the wall. That, that's great. I got bro. a lot of
0: people. Back. I got to get Aiden back there. I want to get a signed uh, picture of Aiden. You go right no, over. No, Aiden
1: there. actually has talent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of these people got talent. Hey, right. right over my uh, right shoulder there. There's the Olsen twins. When I uh, <laughs> when I warmed up the audience on Full House, and then I uh, was on the show uh, their their Malibu show, and I took a picture with them older when they're older, like you Aiden. know. They're they're uh
1: I watch a lot of TV.
0: No, not you. Well,
1: I I you know you thought the Olsen twins there is their sister Elizabeth Olsen was phenomenal in this true story called Love and Death that was on HBO. Only six seven episodes about a murder in 1980 in Texas and Jesse Plemons, but that's a talented family. I never I thought Elizabeth Olsen how stupid I am was one of the Olsen twins. It's not. It's Ashley and Kate, and they have a sister. Now her yeah. sister be up for an Emmy. That's that's just like your family, Greg. Uh, Brad, <laughs> you call me Greg you, again. Well, call no, me, you you yeah, and your brother
0: wants, at least once a show, Aiden. He calls me my brother's name. Do yeah, but you're call both talented. Your brother Aiden. It's okay, <laughs> fish. Don't worry. Actually, his brother
1: up. Austin is is talented. His brother Austin's oh. acted right. Yes, Austin's yeah. an actor. He's right? modeled, acted. You know, but he's got yeah. great looking parents. His dad Steve, Hi. Nikki. They're just. Uh, his he's mom crazy. is always just. His mom is always smiling, just like this kid's always smiling. Yeah, you know. And, and your, his dad is just great people. Your it's sister. good to see. Oh. It's good to see a family like that, that the parents are so into their kids. And you know, you recently became a, an uncle. Your, your sister had a baby, and now you know. All right, uh, congratulations! Great. Is that a boy or a girl?
0: Uh, yeah, a uh, girl. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a her. Mazel they,
1: they named they named the kid Elliot after the after the lead in ET. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was a really funny joke. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Aiden, we're back to uh, Aiden. Let me ask you this: What That's it. You, you got tell? the show? <laughs> Aiden, what would you tell your younger self? I know you're so young, but your your life has been amazing up to this point. A fantastic runs. I mean, what would you tell your younger self? We all would you ever do anything differently that you've done so far
2: don't go to public school <laughs> oh wow well, yeah why, why is that uh it just really like killed my um confidence in a way like it, like because you know like it, kids are just torturous they always like to bully each other and like pick names and like all that fun you, stuff. Yeah. like it just sort of like like, like, like that was the thing too. Is like I would make the jokes too, and then like they would make it serious. Like they wouldn't like let it stay a joke. And it's like, okay, all right, like you're you're taking it too far. And so,
0: yeah, Do you think just, that like, would have changed if you went to public uh, private school.
2: Well, yeah, no, because I was I was um I was uh homeschooled like my whole life. Like I, I was homeschooled, and then I for eighth grade and ninth grade I went to public school, and just like I regret it so much. <laughs>
0: Oh wow, that's a, I was bullied too. you know, you were a fat kid, you're skinny now. I'm still a fat kid. They and they they used to make fun of me, but I used to use my humor to deflect that. Uh for fish, they made fun of his glasses. Yeah. But anyway, I yeah, you know, I had to get that in there. I told you it was coming. Yeah. And, that, and that's funny. <laughs> Mr. Magoo, uh he's looking through an aquarium. That's why he became fish, and you see he saw fish over his left eye. Flowing yeah. by, uh, I, take off the glasses. Take off the glasses. Watch this. Watch this. Handsome guy, right, Aiden? I'm handsome yeah. with the glasses. I'm handsome up with this bullshit story about I need glasses. I need my
2: glasses. Eye.
1: Come on, man. Go his, his, brother his brother Austin. Ha- his brother Austin's a handsome kid. Does he wear or not wear glasses, Austin? Uh, Aiden. He called yeah, you. Sometimes he you, me and Greg, and he called you, Austin. I'm losing it. Gee, don't you don't
0: the, get old. You're getting old, man. Get to the home. Get to the yeah. home real fast.
1: I, I look. I look. At, I look at Brad sometimes, Aiden. And I just. I, I. think he's this guy. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. saying.
0: Aiden. I'm Freddie Floodstone for life. He's my man. You know. There you go. <laughs> I love Freddie. Yeah, right. uh, nice. yeah. So yeah, that was a good question, Fish. Um, you know about uh, what was it? What, did you, what was your question again about being bullied? Oh, tell it to, oh, uh, yeah. tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you you know about your glass. Oh, yeah, about uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's amazing what bullying does to a kid. I mean, I it's hard for me to talk about this story, but my friend, my dear friend from junior high school, his daughter, beautiful, gorgeous girl, and he came to our reunion, and a couple of months later, he told me his daughter took her own life because she was bullied. And it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I was—I I mean, I—I I saw her grow up, and it's so wrong. I, I mean, what do you do with these kids? Yeah. I mean, these kids, well, are, kids that are bullying. Yeah,
2: like when in a you way, were bullied, it's taking up well, too much of your life. Like it's—it—it's it, it's five days out of the week, every day, like like every week for like eighteen years. So it's like I—I I feel like school's just taking up too much of your life. Like that's a whole bunch of your life you're missing out on. It's like. I feel like it even needs to be more like mobile where it's like, okay, like less time at school or just more like, like you're not stuck in a fucking box, like at school, like you should be able to be like learning out in the fields, like go do stuff. Like it should be field trips, like all the time. It shouldn't just be like, Oh, if you can afford it this year, we'll go on a field trip. Like, (laughs) No, I agree with you. I I think,
1: you know, and you know what though, Brad, when you were bullied as a kid and was horrible, you didn't have social media, and this kid had to go through oh. social media. And I'm sure your friend's daughter had to go through the crap oh, no. on Facebook and all the other bullshit. And it's it's brutal. Brutal. You, were, you hit it right on
0: right on the head, uh, Fish. When they went through her phone, it oh. was some of this. They read some of the saddest things ever that that kids would do to of another human being. I mean, these children. They gang up on you, and especially on social media, uh, social media. They hide behind their phone or their computer, right? It's never face-to-face.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just, it just ruins, and you, you isolate these children, and it's just terrible. I mean, it, it's,
2: it's got to... If a- you block them, they'll just make a fake account, and it seems right. like more people hate you, and you're not sure if it's the same person just right. over and over again. But, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, on, the- on a
1: lighter note, where we live in a society right now in our business where you can't get people wanting to work, we have a successful actor, successful actor that wants to work, and he's working as an actor, and he's working graveyard with this idiot. And that is that is so humbling, and it's so inspiring, because you're inspiring, because a lot of kids don't want to work. They're on their phones. Every every kid I talk to thinks you're going to make a TikTok video. The worst thing that happened during COVID, remember that TikTok video, gentlemen, with the guy that was drinking cranberry juice on a skateboard and singing? Um, yeah. uh, what's, that, what's your name from the... Uh, Oh, geez, i'm losing it there's it a great song right? Mac. with max lead singer stevie nicks, uh, stevie oh, nicks yeah. Yeah. yeah and he he made millions of dollars just just on a skateboard oh yeah. i could do that no okay. you can't do that that's lucky okay
0: will be <laughs> right place right time i you know aiden knows this you got to be ready and as an actor uh, that could be your moment that could be the one moment we talked about you know bruce willis getting die hard These are the moments as an actor or even a regular person, you know, being in a company and then getting that job that propels you to, you know, where all your dreams come true. Speaking of dreams, um, first, I have two questions for you. What was your first job before acting? Your first job ever that you got your parents to go, all right, got to get a job. What was your first job? Did you work at McDonald's? Did you did you watch? Seven paper? years old, he started at. No, I know he's seven, but still, he might have had a paper route or something. At five, <laughs> what take was the it? garbage cans out. What? What? You <laughs> there you oh, go. No. You take the garbage can. Something. <laughs> no. You um, got the dog shit, Adam. You're only five years old. <laughs> clean the dog shit up in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> All right. So you had no
2: job. Yeah, the, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty much get lucky like that. Like I just like. I don't know what for like my whole childhood. Like I just lived around a lot of old people. Like they would just be like old people needing help with stuff all the time. So like I oh, I'd always get like pocket change that way. So like I weird. would just see like an old couple trying to like take chairs out of the back of their car. Like I'd go over there and help them. And they gave me a five for like. Oh man. you're yeah. good. See you
1: yeah. have a big heart. See. Yeah. <laughs> hey hey, parents, hey parents. guys. We're yeah. fat fish number 13. I, I it, it would be wrong if we didn't pay homage on. Memorial Day to all the great veterans out there that sacrificed Please. their lives yeah, of so course. we could have we you, we could do this and have a podcast and have the freedom that we have. So I I speak for Aiden Minks and Brad Grumberg. Thank you to our servicemen. Thank you for your service and service Happy Memorial men, Day to everyone. Service servicemen, women and dogs that gave the ultimate
0: sacrifice for our freedoms. Right guys? Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much on this one, on this
1: day yeah. of remembrance. And and Aiden, thank you for being on this show today, man. We it, chopping yeah. it up with you at work is one of the highlights. Being around a young guy, like I said, you know, I don't ever tell you this, I ask you questions about Zapka and Machio, like that. I'm kind of a fan, like anybody else, but I'm proud of you because of, of you're the kind of kid that's basically a throwback to the 70s. You worked and you work and you work. And you don't have to work sometimes. I'm sure when you're busy as an actor, you don't have to take a job as a as a cook. And I appreciate, we all appreciate that. I think society appreciates that. What do you think, Brad?
0: Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, no. I'm telling you, buddy, no, it's so true. You don't have to, you know, work with fish. You don't have to do that. But you want to do that. And you and you like food and you want to make people happy. And really what it comes down to is you make people laugh, you make them happy, and you cook food to make people happy, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Cobra Kai and many other things, Mr. Aiden. Man. Yeah. Everybody, stay safe. We'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. Appreciate Aiden.
2: It. You guys have a good one. I'll see, see you Friday.
0: Friday. Tavern, yeah. all right. All right, put it on issues tab. Would you please? No definitely. <laughs> thanks, Aiden. Thanks, Aiden. Let's what a see great you guys. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Guy. I love you. Uh,
1: Such uh, a nice kid. He really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Take yourself out, buddy. Now you now you just put There you go. Hey, uh, Brad. Yeah. before I ask you how you're doing. We did a big disservice last week. Uh, we were on, on Friday, right? I'm gonna put a icon up there and I'm gonna ask you about your life and talk about the great sports that are on today on Memorial Day. Phenomenal. Seventh game. Uh, Celtics. Yeah. But I wanna ask you because this is a serious thing, what this person meant to you because I I've actually seen this person in concert four times, and I had a big crush on that woman right there. Tina Turner uh-huh. passed this past week, yeah. and we grew up. I mean, if you saw Angela Bassett play her in the movie, which won her the Academy Award, I believe, you, 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 there was not a more inspiring story than the way this girl, this woman, got her start by being married to Ike, who was a basically, you know, a very talented, but. <laughs> A very uh you horrible know. human being. Really, thank you. Guy rest mean, in peace, Tina Turner. What does she mean to you? A survivor.
0: I mean, she was so talented, so likable, but what she had to endure from this Ike Turner guy, oh, this character, this horrible, horrible human being, but she still, she, she persevered because I believe when you go through things in life, you know, your, your, your success is your happiness and and you you know striving for what you love to do and that's really what it's so that's payback to that person who who hurt you who abused you and she did it she did it her way and god we're gonna miss her she was something special here's here's my take on it
1: i, I and you're in the business and i always say that and it sounds old but there are people go see in concert. And they play their songs and you can't wait for that band to play the song you love the most. Whether you see Billy Joel, you see Prince or whatever. And then there's people like Tina Turner that not only sing the songs, but they're wonderful performers and entertainers and dance. And they have a story behind. They tell a story during the concert. Hey, when I did this song. And they do covers of other people. This shot right there, I have to admit, I'm 25 years old when the movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome comes out. And I had the hugest crush on this woman. Okay. Uh, you imagine what I thought about that picture. Okay. What, what, the, yeah. what went through this idiot's mind back when I was 25 years old. The hugest crush. She was so sexy. Mel Gibson walks into Mom's Saloon in 1987 because they're filming Lethal Weapon in the area. I didn't realize was five foot seven, and we hit it off like crazy. Came in for like two weeks straight. And I asked him, I said, there's no way you weren't attracted to Tina Turner. There's no way you didn't see her in that outfit. He looks at me and he goes, it's like that, he winks, oh, <laughs> you know? So he wasn't inferring anything, but I, I, I you know, when you lose, we're, we're losing people. And we talked about you losing John Candy, you knew Candy Rickles. It's another one. She's 83 years old. Thank you for entertaining the fish. Writer, oh. And thank you for entertaining Brad and everyone else. Not only are you an icon in, that, in the business, but you're an inspiration to women, people. She touched so many lives. And probably
0: doesn't realize how many lives she touched. You know, she, when she was on stage, she was like her, her, she gave her everything, 120%. You can tell she enjoyed every, you know, some of them just phone it in, you know, after a while, they've been in concert. They just go out there and do, you know, a half-assed job. She gave you every ounce of her talent, her love, and And her voice, I mean she was great, a dancer, a singer, oh. and I think the people around her she treated them like like family, just a very special person we lost Wait' it's, it's sad. eighty eighty three is
1: really young today, you know yeah, it is it is, and i'm glad I'm glad you and I had a chance experiencing her at a younger age and then yeah. I, I i i please well I- you had a, you experienced
0: her in a different way,
1: but anyway. Uh yeah. Give her the wink. There it is. There it is. Um <laughs> and, and again, I you know, please, I, I plead with everyone, go see the movie. I forgot what the name of the movie is, but look up Angela Bassett. Ike uh Lawrence Fishburne plays Ike uh yeah. unbelievable performances. And it's it's a it's it's brutal to watch it sometimes. Oh. Uh, that you see the talent come out and then did you see the movie? I, I did um, see the movie, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Find the me. name of the movie because I, I I'm not I'm not script. Yeah. I'm not prepared, yeah. but it's about Turner. Tina Turner, and yeah. I just gave the two actors that are in it. So you Google it, you'll find yeah. out it's it came out about God. I'm gonna see. Yeah, I, 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 I got, got it. it. What's love got to do with it? What's love great. got to do with it? Great song with great song, and she sang that she sang the title track to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and it went to number one. Yeah, you know, and everything she touched was That's golden, and really she touched cool. a lot of lives. Her philanthropy also yeah you know she's like you goes to mcdonald's and buys 200 burgers you <laughs> eat half of them but she gave them all <laughs> I, gotta eat. I
0: gotta make sure they're not poisoned those hamburgers anyways no, how, how, how was your it. weekend i saw you friday Yeah. We'll
1: how was your weekend with your family did you I do anything special
0: it was great yesterday i went to my sister's for a little barbecue and uh, my sister made an incredible meal you know uh burgers uh her her husband brian the, the night, this, you know, there, there are two peas in a pod, like, you know, you like you and Vicky, these people, these two met. And so they put on their wedding video, you know, of their wedding from 30 years ago.
1: Wow was that special i got you, to uh, that. They, uh, talk about that that, that intrigues that me that was the did, did uh, did, did, did things come out like obviously you're so close with your nanny she's in it yeah my nanny, any shots yeah. of you or your brother or cousins doing something stupid no that, oh, uh, right
0: here this guy doing something stupid i was I, I i was picking my nose i don't even know why i thought it was funny <laughs> the speeches were great my brother he killed it um his best friend jj J. abrams were there was there at the wedding um I got to speak, but my, my parents spoke, uh, Brian's parents spoke, um, Phyllis and, and Sherm Hovey Hovey. It was It was so great to see, and then then their kids saw it. of course, they'd seen it before we saw it yesterday, but it was really preserved. I, 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 I say to people, if you have VHS tapes, if you have DVDs, get them get them uh, transferred to digital, so you can enjoy these moments later in life. It was fantastic seeing my grandma Jesus. dancing on the floor, my uncle, people that have left, left me. But it just brought everything back. It was like the wedding was yesterday and it was 30 years. It was May 1st, 1994. Oh, it, was, oh, it was it was wow. really fun to watch. I just, I, I told my sister, I texted her this morning telling her, and the picture of my dad, he's not, not going to be 91. Him with the microphone, how funny he was off, off, off book. This was all from
1: his heart. He was cracking jokes. It was really special. It was. You really know, I've special. never met anyone in your family, personally. and we're going to keep it that way. And we are. But your sister, like you, I've noticed when I, I'm on a, I'm a, uh, I follow her on Facebook, everything's positive. Every single thing is positive. She definitely has the look. She's so much better looking than Greg and you. <laughs> oh, you know, but I met her. Definitely better looking than me. You and sure. I were working on a project in LA, and I met her son, and I said obviously when you meet a kid it represents what the parents are probably like so you know what a wonderful human being your nephew was uh, when i met him in la back in god it's july of last year yeah, so you know yeah, Greg, families Greg, Greg, everything great young man today's memorial day we talked about that earlier what a cornucopia of sports you got the seventh game let me hear me out seventh game between do, the I have, Boston have choice? In Miami. do i have a choice to hear you out do i have a choice no, you could look at the Well, Turn around, look at some of those pictures. Maybe they I could just like, do a voiceover, you know? Oh, is my is my okay. meal ready? Okay, yeah. bring it. In. Let, let, me, let me let me get a picture of Marty Freeman and Mel Torme in the pack and we'll talk <laughs> over that, all right? Okay. So, you got, and then you got the Golden Knights which is big here in yeah. a sitch game against the uh Dallas Stars and they were up 3-0. In the NBA, I think you know this. In the history of this great sport, teams are up 3 and 0, Brad, are 150 and 0. They don't lose four straight. So we might see history tonight. The Celtics win. Give me your prediction on tonight's game. It's Boston. There's Miami don't have a shot. It's
0: life is momentum, good and bad. Boston has all the momentum. If, if, If Boston loses, they beat themselves. I'm telling you that right now. And I like Miami. I love Jimmy Buckets. Oh, man. He is fantastic in his backstory. But I'll tell you something. They don't have a shot in TD arena. No way. No way. That's my, my opinion.
1: You're, you're a one-liner comic. How do you get out of this one? Because trash, talk, trash talking, Brad, is so prevalent in all the sports. You got a guy like Jimmy Buckets, and they're waving the goodbye to Boston fans and saying, you ain't shit and what have you, talk all kinds of trash, up 3-0. How does Jimmy Butler walk? The, these guys all get together in the offseason. They go to golf tournaments. They go, they go on yachts together. How do you get out of that one when you're a 3 0 and you're the first team to lose four in a row? You better have a good, you you better be, better not be one of these guys who could dish it out and can't take it, right?
0: You bet. Just like, just like in the comedy world, if you, if you dish it out, you got to be able to take it. Don Rickles taught me that, Uh but it's one of these, Jimmy. Bye bye. Because you know what? It's never over until the fat lady sings. Uh Never over till it's over, right? Yogi Berra, man. You when you're counting your chickens before they hatch, big mistake. And that's why you, when you're up 3-0, and I love, I love the uh, Vegas Knights. They blew it, man. They're gonna win. I think they're gonna win tonight too. I Me really too. do. Because, yeah. but you do not lose in your own arena. You don't. It was like they fell. I watched the game. Like they fell asleep at the end. I, I don't know what was going on, but. Dallas is a tough team, man. I'm telling you. And and, and you know what's great in the playoffs, and, and there is no home court advantage. There should be, but there isn't because it, it no
1: right. It's all about one game to a next could be totally different. You know. You call that you're you're at, you're a thousand percent right. And the Knights have the. I said this last week on the podcast. I'll repeat it. They have the they have the most depth of any team. There's only the Florida Panthers left, and of course yeah. Dallas. So they should prevail. But if they lose tonight. And the Knights have to go home for that seventh game, man. That's going to be, that's going to be rough. That all the, all the, all the, the pressure's on the Knights right now.
0: Right. right? Exactly. And, uh, and Boston, they're, they're deep. They have more talent than, uh, than. Well, Miami's an yeah. seed, but it was a yeah. nice story, but. Oh, it's again- a great story. But, but again, no one remembers the runner up. No yeah. one remembers the runner up. They always remember the champion and, and you got to get it done. And Boston's going to get it done. I mean, they're all going to show up and it's it's going to be
1: a great game. I'll be watching. I think you'll be, will you be watching or you'll be seeing? Of course, I'll be watching. I'm going to have a little barbecue with my wife and we're going to. Oh. Um, I'm a sports geek. I'll, I'll be watching both. Yeah. I got, I'll i be my man cave. I have both gone at the same time. I got to watch a nice, my wife's all a right. nice fan. I just, and I like the drama of a seventh game. Who doesn't, you know? Um, one one addendum in sports. Keep an eye on this story. This is speculation. Um, because only this, this shit show could happen to the Raiders. I guess Jimmy Garoppolo, between his $500,000 credit line at Larry Flint's Hustler Club and all the hookers he's got up in Pahrump, failed oh, his man. physical with the Raiders. And there's a chance oh, he no. might not he could get cut. I don't know how, how it's going to work out. He had surgery on his foot. Oh. I wouldn't be shocked somehow. And there's a lot of codicils. legally it have to happen. Oh, don't, you know, Tom tell, me. Is a, don't a tell me. Don't tell me. I'm telling you, I would not be. You cannot sell the fans on Brian Hoyer being a 39-year-old run, uh, runner, uh, uh, journeyman being the quarterback of the Raiders. I have a funny feeling, just a gut Tom feeling. That Tom Brady,
0: Brady is going to come out of retirement again? Come on.
1: He hasn't filed his retirement papers.
0: Wow. Don't you
1: think it's a coincidence? Brad, yeah. you're a smart sports. Yeah, man. yeah, no. Don't it's... you think it's a coincidence that he told Fox, I don't want to do games this next coming season? At $37.5 million a year? He said, I'll start in 2024. Just I'm not, I'm I'm just speculating. No, no, I, Let's put it out there on Fat Fish. I 13. love it. No, I
0: that would not surprise me. But if 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 Tom Brady comes back again, it's not gonna be pretty for him, man. I'm wow. telling you. No, you know they you know these guys uh, you know, these defensive guys, especially the guys on the ends, they want to clock him good. They they oh, want to yeah. They want to put him out on a stretcher. And being a Raider, even more so, right?
1: Uh, Jimmy Garofalo, well, people, yeah, Unfortunately, in our society, I hate, I'm not one of them. Yeah. Neither are you. I'm not. People one like of them. to see people fail because it makes them feel better, right? Exactly. So no I mean, one wants Aaron Rodgers to do well. I could care less. I don't like the Jets. But if Brady yeah. comes back, you know, one thing that happened is he probably, he got, God forbid, he gets injured. I and mean, you talked about it on a wonderful podcast with John Orlando. The guy has 11 concussions, and I don't get that how you want to do this. I don't get how an 80-year-old man wants to be the president. Shouldn't you be on a yacht somewhere or some deli eating bagels, lox, and onions and stuff like that? <laughs> sure. I mean, and why would you have 11 concussions? There's things I don't understand. But yeah. we have to get out of here. I want to say something. You know, it's Memorial Day. I want to thank you for your service because it's tough working with me. You know, you okay. need the Congressional Medal of Podcast Honor doing yeah. this shit with this raccoon head. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I applaud you. We've done 13 shows. Audio-wise, we're seeing the numbers go up tremendously. Video-wise, until I get my eyes fixed and lose 50 pounds, we're going to be in the same fucking conundrum. No problem.
0: <laughs> if we want somebody watching or listening. We're we just we're having a great time, and thank you for asking me to do this. And the only thing I got to say is number 13's in the books, Fat Fish. And I'm Brad Grunty Grumberg, a K Snacks. And that's... You tell him. You Eric, tell him. Eric <laughs> Snyder. We'll see you next time on Fat Fish, everybody. Stay safe, and thank you for your service, your ultimate sacrifice, one more time to those brave men, women, and dogs. God bless you.
1: could would have said it, but hey, Brad? Yes. Love you. Love you too, buddy.